once your values are clear, it's a lot easier to make decisions around how you want to live your life and how you want to spend your money. But most people don't take the time to really get intentional about what their core values are. So this first section of the Retirement Navigator is really where anyone should start when they want to look at the bigger picture of retirement planning. In this section, we created an exercise that can help individuals get clear on their values. So it's really the starting point for any retirement planning. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews. Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision, how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. I'm your co-host, Joe Curry. And with me, as always, is Lindsay Wilson. How are you today, Lindsay? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Good. Getting back into the swing of recording is exciting. I think I probably mentioned in the last episode. It is. And it's you and I this time. In the last little while, it's been one-on-one interviews where we sort of divided and conquered. Yeah, exactly. Which is always great because as you said, divided and conquering, we can definitely get some more content out there, especially when we get busy within the firm with all our financial planning clients and we can just kind of keep things rolling. But it is nice to get back here with you. Yeah. So today I'm really excited though, because we launched our new website for all of our educational content, retirementplanningsimplified.ca. I think we put out a couple of hints through the last couple episodes, but we haven't really put it out there because we've been tweaking it. We've been working on some things. And one of the things we've been working on is our retirement navigator. Yes. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. So the retirement navigator, it comes in seven different sections. And I thought maybe it'd be worthwhile if we just sort of talk a little bit about each one and how it can be used, what it is. The first one I'll start with that leads the whole thing off is values. Yeah. So we've talked recently on the the podcast about the importance of the non-financial aspects of retirement planning. And it all starts with your values because once your values are clear, it's a lot easier to make decisions around how you want to live your life and how you want to spend your money. So it is all related, but most people don't take the time to really get intentional about what their core values are. And for those who are in a couple, they're even less likely to take the time to get very specific and intentional on what their core values are as a family. So this first section of the Retirement Navigator is really where anyone should start when they want to look at the bigger picture of retirement planning. In this section, what we've done is we created an exercise that really can help individuals get clear on their values. And again, if it is a couple, just bringing it together for some family core values. So that's really the starting point for any retirement planning project, I guess you could say, ongoing retirement planning. If we think of it again, like as a navigator, we call it your retirement compass. So I think it helps you figure out the direction that you want to head. It helps you get a little more specific about your direction. Yeah, they really use the compass for the whole retirement planning process. That's absolutely right, Lindsay. Now, following on values, we move into purpose. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how people might find their purpose in retirement. I know we've touched on it before in Finding Your Purpose in Retirement, a previous podcast of ours. But in terms of how we use it in the Navigator, how are we thinking about using it? 
Yeah. So just following along from values and getting that compass in place, as you said. So the next step is to get clear on what are your priorities in retirement? I say priorities intentionally because when I talk about purpose, a lot of people get caught up on this idea that they need to know what their life's purpose is. Like there's only one purpose they can have. And what that does is it discourages a lot of people because they feel like they're having a hard time or they don't want to just settle on one thing. And that's okay. Having purpose in retirement isn't about having the one thing that you have to be focused on for the rest of your life, right? It's about creating priorities that you can get excited about that are going to get you out of bed in the morning, right? So when people are working, especially business owners, professionals, anyone who's really engaged in their career, that is their purpose for a lot of people, right? That's what gets mm-hmm. them out of bed. They get excited. They get growth from that. And a lot of parents, it's like that too. Like they have that piece. But once you get to retirement, if you retired away from that, but you haven't figured out what's next, what you're retiring to, it can really just be a bit of a baby hole in your life. Mm-hmm. I say that from experience, not my own personal experience, but we work with a lot of clients. They feel like there's just something missing. They can suffer from some depression. And we've all seen stories, and I probably mentioned this in the podcast before, where we know people who have had serious health concerns pretty shortly after retirement, right? I think that's common. I was just speaking to somebody today who said their brother had retired and within six months, he'd fallen ill. And we were sad about that fact that it is more common than you would like to think, right? Yeah, unfortunately, that is the truth. The whole purpose of this purpose section is really just helping give a framework for figuring out what that purpose is for you. And I guess the only thing I'll add to that is it's not about finding that one purpose, but you know, we like to look at it in a sense of maybe several priorities. I wouldn't say more than three. Three is kind of the max. As Jim Collins says, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. So mm-hmm. you know, it is about kind of figuring out what the priorities are, but you don't have to think about it like a life's purpose. It's really just making sure there's something you can get excited about. I think you too, within The Navigator, you explain that so well because you use yourself as an example, which is you are a business owner. Your purpose is creating a thriving business, your family, your health. And you said, as you get closer to your retirement yourself, perhaps being a thriving business owner recedes and something else gives you a sense of purpose, right? Yeah, absolutely. And actually going back to that whole compass thing, you can't really see it in my screen if you're watching the video, but right up behind me in my bookshelf, I have my core values are right there as well. So that's something that I reflect back on on a regular basis, just to make sure that, again, I have that compass, as you put in Lindsay, to be intentional about how I'm living my life. Mm-hmm. We've talked sort of more about values, purpose, and it might be worthwhile moving into maybe more of the planning portion of things, the nitty gritty, as it were, and maybe looking at cash flow and then moving into retirement income streams. So how does a navigator handle cash flow to begin with? Cash flow is very important when it comes to retirement. Everything changes from when you're working, you have that paycheck coming in on a regular basis. So you need to understand what your cash flow needs are. You probably want to, in a perfect world, add in what your cash flow wants. You want to make sure you also still have enough set aside for a rainy day or emergency time. So what the navigator is doing is it's helping you determine what are your cash flow needs. You can't really do the rest of your retirement plan for investments or anything else or taxes if you don't know what your cash flow needs are. So it's really, yeah, give you that framework to figure out what are your cash flow needs for retirement and how much should you have set aside kind of in a, like a liquid emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And then if we were to look at following on that, retirement income streams. Yeah. So once we know our, our cash flow needs, then we can start looking at what are our retirement income streams. Most people will have at least a couple of different retirement income streams. For those living in Canada, like us, you're going to have your government benefits. 
So there's your whole day security, which you get basically just because you lived in Canada. So there's some requirements around that. We talked a bit about that in the Navigator. There's your Canada pension plan. So to be eligible for that, you need to contribute. So if you're getting a paycheck, salary, whether you work for yourself or somebody else, as long as you're getting salary, you are contributing. And if you're a business owner, you're contributing on the employer half as well. So those contributions come back to you in the form of a pension when you go to retire. So we've done episodes on that, but again, the navigators helping give you a sense of what you could expect there, how that fits into the overall planning. And then we're looking at your different retirement accounts, different investment accounts that you can get a paycheck from, right? So the entire time you've been working, you've been saving, putting money into your investment accounts, but now all of a sudden you don't have that paycheck. So we're flipping the script there. And now you're going to start to take money out of those different investment accounts. So we're talking RRSPs, tax and savings accounts, non-registered accounts. Some people have some locked-in retirement accounts, then pension money, all that kind of stuff. And then there's also workplace pensions, right? So if you work for a company who provided a defined benefit pension plan where they're basically guaranteeing you a paycheck all through your retirement, that's as close as we get to continuing on getting paid like you did while you were working, right? So these are usually larger companies, organizations. You know, in Canada, we're talking like government positions, teachers, things like that are typically where we find defined benefit pensions. And then there's also defined contribution pensions. And these are typically... They look a lot like an RSP or retirement savings plan, and you're responsible for those investments in there. So typically we see people kind of wrap that up and consolidate with all their other retirement assets to create a portfolio that's going to provide income through retirement. So again, that's just going to be withdrawals from the portfolio. And then the last type that we typically see is for our business owners. You may have been saving inside a corporation. Maybe it was your operating company and you sold the assets, or maybe you had a holding company. So if you sold your operating company, you kept a holding company where you've been saving some kind of tax-favorable dollars during your working years, and maybe you've been paying yourself a salary or you've been paying yourself dividends throughout your working career. Well, if you built up a nice nest egg inside that corporation, you can just keep paying yourself dividends out of there, just like you did when you were working, except now we're going to be taking it out of all that savings, those investments that you built up in there, whether that's like stocks and bonds, mutual funds, that kind of stuff, or rental real estate, whatever it is. But again, you'll continue to pay yourself a dividend out of those funds. Mm -hmm. So those are kind of the typical income streams we'd see for retirement, specifically in Canada. And the main thing we're doing in the navigators is making sure people understand what those are and how they'd access that money. I think it helps for people to identify and get specific. Identifying cash flow and retirement income streams helps people to identify and get specific. Yeah. And there's only so much we can put in a document like this. So a lot of this is really about creating awareness so people know what they need to plan for, but it needs to be taken a step further, right? It needs to be taken to either a financial planner who specializes in this type of planning, or you need to really dig in and do your research and start learning about what's possible with all these income streams to make sure that you're not outliving your money, right? So you're trying to yeah, make sure you don't outlive your money for one. You're trying to match your cash flow requirements that we figured out in the last section. You also want to make sure you're managing your taxes too, right? Because if you're taking from the wrong sources at the wrong time, you could be paying a lot more tax than you need to. Something too, we touched on earlier with the old age security and Canada pension plan and that we cover in the navigator is government benefits. Yeah. So I mentioned it because it is an income stream, but it's a pretty integral part of the retirement planning scenario for Canadians. So we have a whole section that's really just diving a little bit deeper into what you can expect from the benefits and what they are and who's eligible. It's also some advice and some things to think about around timing for standard venture plan and elite security, because that's one of the biggest decisions a lot of people will need to make in retirement is when do they take those benefits? And it's something that people don't give enough 
credit to the importance of the decision. I mean, we've done full episodes on this in the past. We've even done webinars on this, mm-hmm. but people don't understand how big of an impact the timing can have on when you start those benefits. So mm-hmm. it is important. And again, the navigator, it can't tell you when to do it. It tells you what to consider. It tells you how important it is, but it takes some additional advice or some additional research to figure out what's perfect for your unique situation. Yeah. And then finally, we do include a retirement income plan because retirement income planning is about making sure you have enough money to live on when you stop working, but there are a few things to think about. So how would someone use the retirement income plan? The retirement income planning, again, it's about awareness. It's about options. So things that people need to think about when they're retiring and they're trying to put together the plan for how they're going to take their income and how long it's going to last and how do they manage like the investment piece, all that kind of stuff. It is very complicated. Like it is not simple at all. So what we've tried to do here is really lay out all those different options and different things to think about to give it a bit of a framework to kind of guide maybe a starting point for people. So what I mean by that is if we're looking at the investment portfolio, we could talk a little bit about the 4% rule, which we've talked about in past podcasts. And we don't use the 4% rule really for anybody. But what the 4% rule does is it gives people a really good starting point. So just to back up quickly, the 4% rule basically says that if you look at the starting value of your retirement portfolio and you take 4% of the total portfolio, that is a good starting amount for the amount of income you could take on an annual basis. So you would take 4% out of the initial number. So to make this fairly easy, we had a million dollar portfolio, that's $40,000 a year. And then increasing that $40,000 by inflation year over year. Mm-hmm. So the 4% rule says that if you do that, you could be good for a 30-year retirement. This is, again, assuming your portfolio is back in a certain way. So again, that's not what we use. Most people want to spend more money in the initial years of retirement, right? So they might be willing to take out some more now knowing they might not spend as much later on or their kind of mid-years of retirement. Mm-hmm. So there's some additional information on things to consider to help make those decisions. But the 4% rule is a good starting point because if you look at that and you realize there's no way I can live off that amount of money, I need a lot more than that. Well, then you have a couple decisions. I mean, you can spend a lot less, which obviously given that scenario doesn't sound like you'd want to. So the other option is work longer so you can save more. Mm -hmm. So it's really just a starting point. So anyway, we have some different considerations that you need to think about when you're putting all that retirement income plan together, including how to build in those like guaranteed benefits, such as the government benefits, CPP and OAS. And a further addition to the navigator that kind of ties it all together for us is that you've included an additional key planning items checklist at the end. Yeah. So part of why I want to do this retirement navigator is that a lot of people think, okay, I need to see a retirement planner so I can set up my portfolio, right? Manage my portfolio. But the reason that I wanted to do this navigator is to help people on this journey if they want to do it themselves or to help people understand what all needs to go into it. Because retirement planning is so much more than just setting up the ideal portfolio. So we've gone through a lot of different things already. Mm-hmm. But the retirement navigator cannot take care of every single piece of someone's retirement planning puzzle. So what I've done here is we just have another section on considerations that really people should be planning for. So if I just run through them here from a high level, the navigator goes a little bit deeper than I'm going right now, but we have tax planning, as I mentioned already, investment planning. Now we've talked a little bit about this, but our philosophy on that is we follow the science of investing, we diversify globally, we do not time the markets. We do not speculate. We emphasize low cost and tax efficiency, and we stay disciplined and ignore the noise. 
So really important part about that investment planning piece is coming up with a plan, knowing what your philosophy is and being able to stick with it through good and bad. There's also risk management. So that's looking at things like long-term care. So how are you paying for it? The type of care you want? Where do you want to be beyond living in your house? There's the life insurance, especially earlier on in retirement. If there's a lot of guaranteed income for pensions, things like that, is there going to be enough income there if one spouse passes away? Obviously, if we're talking about a couple. Healthcare expenses that could come up throughout retirement. Beyond that, we have estate planning. So that's your wills, powers of attorney. If you own shares in a small business or real estate outside of your principal residence, you want to look at secondary wills, thinking about beneficiaries, legacy, taxes on death, all that kind of stuff. And then there's charitable plan giving. So I know charity starts at home, but you know a lot of people who have done well financially, they want to think about how they can give back. They know they're not going to spend all their money. So I always tell people, you know, you want to give because you're passionate and you care about something. But if you're going to do it, you might as well put some planning into it to maximize your impact. Mm-hmm. So we've had episodes of Mark Helpern on Leslie Highway. So we do some episodes on that if anyone wants to dive deeper into charitable plan giving and talk a little bit about what some of those solutions are within the navigator here. So I'm sure we're probably missing some things here if we really go through it all. But again, I wanted to make sure we got this there so people really understand all the things they should be looking at and they have a way to navigate through their planning. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay, like I talked about earlier, there's a couple options once you've gone through this navigator is you're going to have a pretty good checklist of the things you need to do. Hopefully it's mm-hmm. going to help you come up with your values and your purpose, take inventory, create a checklist for yourself on the things you need to do. But from there, most people are going to need to get help some way or another. So of course, you could talk to someone like us mm-hmm. who could help and has experience in this type of planning. Alternatively, you can start doing the research and start looking into all these areas and working with your other advisors, like accountants and lawyers to piece together the pieces that you can't look after on your own. But again, the whole point here is there's a lot to consider. And you know, if you're missing any of these pieces, it could cause some issues further down the road. I think too, for anybody who is interested in the Navigator, if you're interested in diving deeper on some of these topics, our podcast, of course, has covered retirement income streams, government benefits. So you could even dive a little bit deeper by listening to some of the episodes of our podcast as well. Yeah, that comes back to that education piece, right? So Mm -hmm. once you know what you need to know, then you can start looking for resources. And we definitely have a lot of resources there. That's the whole point of why we're doing this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The last thing that I want to say is just that this is a free resource we created for anybody looking to start that retirement planning process. So there's a ton of value. We put a lot of time into this because we want to get this into the hands of as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find it, there'll be a link in the show notes. But also, if you just go to our website, retirementplanningsimplified.ca, you will be able to find a link on there to get the navigator and you'll be able to download it. Absolutely. Any parting thoughts today, Lindsay? No, I'm just excited to launch the Navigator and as you said, to get it into the hands of people and make it accessible to everybody. All right, me too. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc. ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. 
thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.